0: The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Youth Podcast, episode number 12. This is the EM Pervader special, but uh, amongst other things, we might talk about the 5-0 victory that you had this week, lads. Um, I'm your host, Ross, and with me, as ever, is Rob. Hello. And May. Hello. Welcome, boys. Welcome, welcome. We are so close now. We are within one victory of being champions and getting promoted to the Division 1 up with the big boys, the big, big boys. So close. Well, annoyingly, we've got three weeks to wait until we play a game. Um, but yeah, we will get into that later in the show. We'll also talk about Ian and um, We're going to start, as we always do, with our match review. We won 5-0. Joe Hart with a hat-trick, a couple of penalties in there. Uh, little Jimmy Somerville with another goal and uh, an absolutely wondrous free kick from Sam Greenwood. Rob, what did you think to this?
2: Well, first of all, apologies for predicting the one-all <laughs> draw. First time I don't predict a win for the under 23s and they p- produced probably the, the most complete and professional performance of the season, really. It was absolutely uh, outstanding. The Gellhart hat-trick, as you've mentioned. Um, Somerville was sublime with assists and, and his running. Uh, the collective efforts of the whole team, I thought, were were also you know beyond reproach. Every single player to, to a man put in a shift and had their own bits of flair or their own potential to be on a highlights reel or get spoken about i think obviously yeah. rightly so it will be the hat trick and also the outstanding free kick that get the mention but um all the squad start to start to finish including the subs that came on played with the uh, gusto and, and and prevalence i think the stats were again similar to most of the previous games we've had I'm just looking now 22 shots um uh we dominated them in terms of uh Possession, 58%. Everything about the performance was start to finish was outstanding. And I think yeah. it was one of those crowning performances which puts us so close, but, you know, just to the cusp and then we've got the international break to wait. But I'm pretty sure after that, there is no doubt or can be no doubt now that we are going to win
1: that league. Yeah, it's going to take something incredibly um even above our lead station to uh, not win this league now. It was the second game in a row that I've looked. They, they've looked like a proper professional football team, basically. It was a really mm. just thoroughly brilliant performance from every everyone in there. I love seeing Cot getting a yellow card in the under-23s as well. That's fantastic. Yep. <laughs> he gets it. Um, Mate, what did you think? This was a pretty stunning game, wasn't it? You gave your first 10 out of 10 for the season as well, I think.
0: Yeah, I did, yeah. I mean... I put this in the article, and a lot of journalists say like there's never no such thing as a ten out of ten, but really yeah. don't see what Gala could have done any better. To be honest, you know his passing was good. Obviously, he played some of them a couple of times, and one of them mm-hmm. to win the penalty. Um, you know he held the ball up well. He always does. He's not built like a target man at all, but just uses his body so well. And that's things that we've spoken about with the boys out on loan that they need to learn and. Joffe's first team experience at Wigan. I, I'm not sure how many games he actually did play. It was ten or so, wasn't it? But yeah, you know, you can tell you can tell he's got that experience. The way he uses his body and bullies defenders that are, you know, six inches taller than him, it, it's it's really impressive. And obviously, he got the got the hat trick and got all the headlines the other day. And you know, rightly so. So I give him a ten out of ten. Yeah. It's it's really it's really frustrating that we have to wait so long now for the title because you know, that five 0 win would have been so good to just to seal it like that. But yeah, obviously the boys have got a bit to wait but should be uh, firing for that villa game and try and get it done. I'm not sure when yeah. Stoke I'm not sure if Stoke played before us or after, but uh, it could be done in the next game if Stoke dropped points, so yeah, obviously just yeah. waiting for that to happen now. It's I'm so also
2: intrigued to hear from if any of our listeners um, or viewers, if you're on YouTube, uh, were, are of this kind of contingency of people. But I saw on Twitter quite a few people. Inevitably, we get that corner of the fan base that are quite bizarre with their comments and stuff. And people <laughs> sort of saying that if we didn't have Berardi, Davis, you know, Shackleton, Perveda in that school, that squad we wouldn't have performed so well and for me that shows a naivety of people that haven't watched this 23 team throughout the season Definitely. because yeah. the subs that came on you know equally you know Cresswell McCarran uh when they came on they performed you know well uh the whole yeah. the whole lineup did and I think it just shows that uh, for anyone that maybe if that was your first game watching the 23s uh put a spin on that and say you know we didn't win that game because we had cock and davis and berardi in that squad we won it um as a team effort with those people included and all season we've been waxing lyrical about how the integration of squads both from first 11 but also the 18s up and yeah. across that spectrum has worked really well i thought it was a seamless seamless performance and i think like you say that team or w- would do well in against a professional outfit not a 23s development squad i think that that, that whole uh, front first for first eleven, as well as the the lads that came on off the bench, Cresswell's and, and like would would give most Championship or League One gate uh, teams a good game.
1: Yeah, it, it's always kind of unfair to level them against the Championship team, but put them in League One or League Two, and they would yeah. give them a game. Definitely, yeah. it's w- without doubt. Uh, Stoke play on the twelfth. Stoke play four days before our game at um, Aston Villa, so it could all be wrapped up before we even kick another ball. Which. Would be great. Just would you take Palace it? I was Palace just about to ask good.
2: you that. Would you take that or would you prefer to maybe Stoke get a result and then the boys win it at Villa? Kind
1: <sighs> <I can't> of <laughs> what we had with the first team last year, wasn't it? With the West Brom games and uh, the Brentford games, kind of we were already champions without having to do anything. And as sweet as that was, I kinda of want to see these boys have to win win to be champions. I think that'd be I think the players all well. want to do that.
0: I think the players yeah. will want to go go out and win a game, and then at the end of the game have that celebration where like, yeah, we've done it now. Yeah. Uh, with the first team, it was different because we have waited so long. We just wanted from <laughs> yeah. we just wanted the promotion, you know, signed and sealed as soon as possible, no matter how it came. So yeah. So yeah, that's different. But I would like like say Ross. I would like to see the boys have to win and and go and earn it, and then celebrate after Villa.
1: Yeah. Well, half of these kids aren't old enough to drink after the, if Stoke lose anyway, so they can't have <laughs> um, yeah, uh, there a <laughs> sort of day off against Darby. It'll,
0: it'll just be Barry drinking by himself for the dressing room. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Telling stories like
0: a man around the fire.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, you mentioned um, Gerhardt, and obviously all the praise goes to him. He, The the comparisons before we signed him were to Wayne Rooney, and he looked just like Rooney yesterday, didn't he? He was just a player playing at a level, he's a level above what he's playing currently. He should be in that first team mix, and he should be getting some game time. Really, with kind of Bamford struggling with injuries and Roberts not firing, he should be in that mix of kind of one of the the, the first three strikers almost.
2: Yeah, I think you got to think yeah. that for the run into the season. I think once the once the once the April mud mud like fixtures of of City <laughs> of, and then Manchester United and Liverpool yeah. are out of the way. I think that you'll probably or we'll probably see as he looks to experiment with the potential ingoings and outgoings of Summer, I would expect Leif Davis, I would expect Shackleton, I would expect Somerville and I would expect probably Joffy to be in the first to get some Premier League minutes for for under their belt. I, I think that that would be a good stepping stone and a good chance for uh, Bielsa to have a look at them properly in a Premier League fixture once we're mathematically safe to see what we're going to need to tinker with in the summer, uh, because we've got that to discuss as well, haven't
1: we? Yeah, our final five games, we've got Brighton, Spurs, Burnley, Saints and West Brom. I mean, there's ample time there to blood some of these youngsters in there. Maybe even throw them in against City and Liverpool, because Liverpool aren't the greatest shakes in a minute, and City have got eyes on four other different competitions, so you never know. But yeah, I think once we're mathematically safe, which we should be once we beat Sheffield United, I'm not even considering dropping any points to them, They're, they're awful. Paul Heckingbottom's in charge, so we Did you see um today. Sorry
2: to interrupt. Did you see that Pep said as well? What, what Pep's comment today in the press was that we are the worst team that he could have imagined yeah. to play either side of the qualifier the, the the Champions <laughs> League games that he's got because they play us in the middle of them, don't they? Uh-huh. Yeah, It's incredible.
1: Not he's got yeah. Their their lineup is they have got Leicester, then they play Dortmund, then they play us, then they play Dortmund again. <laughs>
2: And he said uh, of all the <laughs> all the teams he could have played from the Premier League in between the Dortmund fixtures, he did not want it to be Leeds and it's yeah. <laughs> Leeds.
1: Erling Haaland, Patrick Bramford, it's the same thing, really.
0: Got a chance to go and to go and take something off them then.
1: Yeah, definitely. They're gonna have yeah, alls- all- elsewhere. Yeah, they've got a game yeah, against Chelsea great. in the FA Cup semis after uh, the other Dortmund game as well. So yeah, there's something there. But yeah, for the under twenty threes, it's it's kind of not in their hands if Stoke lose, but yeah, I want them to go and win and the performance yesterday was fantastic. The movement for that second penalty was it? The little one-two on into the box, yeah, ridiculous. And Joe and um, Sam Greenwood Jenkins just, yeah. played the pass back to Jenkins, yeah, yeah,
0: ridiculous. It just didn't, just didn't look on. You know, we're watching it from you watching it on the telly, and it just didn't. The pass just didn't look on. Uh, yeah, just weighted it absolutely perfectly, slotted it through, and then you thought Joffy was going to shoot, and he just takes yeah. touch, takes the defender out of the game, and gets fouled. Just ridiculous. They were so, so, so good. Jenkins is one that I wanted to mention. Actually, I thought he had—he always just goes about his business, you know, pretty quietly. Yeah. 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 But never ever puts a foot wrong. There was one in the first half that springs to mind. They were on a bit of a counter, and he ended up as the last man back. Just got in, made an interception, brought the ball forward. Just no fuss ever. Never tries anything extravagant. Uh, Never, never the center of the show, and that's not really—that's never a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, just goes about his business quietly and is a top top player. Um he, yeah. he doesn't he's been panic. very good.
2: He, there's no panic in him. There's no stress, even in high pressure situations going forward in the final third, he always tries to stay level headed and I think mm. it's uh like you say, he's a he's a he's a young professional. He's a young lad in eighteen and quite a good footballing IQ on him, which we speak about yeah, a lot definitely. for this team.
1: <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of them have really high IQ. Um that Greenwood free kick. That was pretty special, wasn't it?
0: Ridiculous. I mean it's a shoe in for goal of the season, isn't it? I mean I think it is, straight yeah. Straight off the bat it's goal of the season. And you see Joffy's reaction. Yeah. <laughs> so good.
1: That it was, was like my some, reaction, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. With a Equally lot of swearing so. in there as well. Just
0: like <laughs> I can't I couldn't believe what I'd, what I'd seen. Again, it just didn't look on. You just think he's not. It's too far oh, out. It's so far out. Yeah, it's yeah. just ridiculous. And he's hit it on the keeper's side as well. Yeah. It's just so far in the top corner. Just I would have loved to have been able to see a,
2: a different angle of it, you know, from a camera angle, to see the movement. It yeah. must have been yeah. some, like, kicking a... I think someone on Twitter compared it to kicking one of them flyaway balls on, on a <laughs> <seeing laughs> the beach ones. in a windy day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this has gone out I'm right. glad you called it a
0: flyaway, because <laughs> that opens up a whole new debate, doesn't it? People call it... Different names, but yeah, it's a it's a flyaway. Fly surely, right. it's a flyaway. Drop yeah, it in the definitely. comments
2: if you call it something different. You're wrong. Ross might, different. Comments, yeah.
0: Ross might be different. from way down south.
1: I oh, know. I'm I'm a I'm a northerner that's been transplanting. Oh, yeah, enough. I spent many a summer on Skeggy Beach. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Kicking a flyaway,
1: losing footballs. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is a flyaway.
1: Um, it is. Yeah. Um, so there we go. Then. That's a 5-0 victory. It's comfortable coming off the back of the, a good win against Newcastle as well. It's set up nicely for the final couple of games. Um, we've got a Villa game in a, in a couple of weeks' time. I'll we'll mention that in a bit. Um, he played a part yesterday, Ian Pervader. He was I don't know, not kind of in, as involved as he has been previously for the under-23s. He was he was in the game and he got an assist for Somerville's goal. And He was around. He was busy but I don't think he was quite as influential as some other players yesterday. But He's our player profile this week. Matty, you've done some uh, some digging into his background?
0: Yeah, well, he's got a, he's got a very uh, very interesting background, Paveda. Um, a mental youth career. Arsenal, yeah. Chelsea, Barcelona, Brentford, Man City before coming to Leeds on a free. So, you know, he comes with, comes with some pedigree and you can certainly see his ability. We've seen it in glimpses in the first team. We've seen it in the 23s. Uh, he's somebody that I've been quite demanding of, someone that I yeah. regularly say, you know, I think he needs to do more. I thought he played well against West Brom. Got the got the assist for Somerville's goal. Played a few nice passes. The pass in the first half of his right foot, uh, the, yeah. the switch of play, which I would not have said he had that in his locker on his on his right foot. Um, but yeah, he's, he's been improving the last couple of weeks. Like I say, I'm quite demanding of him because I think he's shown a lot of good signs even in the first team. And there was a point where, I, I think we said it on here, he's probably above above Costa that seems to not be the case anymore he had that little knock around February time so that's probably not helped him so much but yeah another one that I would expect to be seeing getting regular minutes in the Premier League uh, when when we're safe I mean I know he plays now but he should be starting games he should be looking to start games certainly Harrison's had a little blip but he was fantastic Mm. against Fulham so he looks like he's back to his best hopefully obviously Rafinha is Rafinha's not losing his place anytime soon, so (laughs) Faveda's got a lot of work to do, but he's definitely got the ability. Uh, So good on the balls, such good feet, so quick. But yeah, just a a few of his stats this season. Uh, All 10 Premier League games have been as a sub, but he started the games in the Carabao Cup and uh, the FA Cup. Um, and then in appeal two it's nine appearances one goal three assists that's what transfer market uh, has it as um so yeah obviously he's, he's doing his bit for the 23s like like i say i would like to see a lot more but the stats for the first team players they don't always tell the story you know they only play 45 really? minutes a lot of the time so it's it's pretty harsh to to judge that but yeah need to see more need to see a bit more from him but Ability is there, absolutely no doubt about it, and you know he wouldn't have been on Man City's books, Barcelona's books, Arsenal, Chelsea. He wouldn't have been there if we didn't have ability. So we just need to see a little bit more from him and and get that player out of him because there's no no doubt on a free transfer, it could prove to be an absolute bargain if he, yeah, you know, if he just knuckles down and gets a few. Obviously, he's relying on minutes, but he, he needs to earn that himself. But yeah, obviously, a big fan of his. He's got a lot of a lot of ability, so. Just see, it's just about getting that getting that out of him. I suppose at leads, and hopefully, hopefully, he comes good and is a Premier League player for us for a long time.
1: Yeah, when he came off the bench at half time against uh, City, wasn't he? He played a little bit against Sheffield United the week before, but that that City performance was really when he I kind of took, stood up and took notice of him because he was not afraid to take on. Was it, I think it it's M- Mendy played for them yeah. that day at left back. Times to shreds, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mendy on yeah, strings yeah, for did, the whole yeah. second half of, of a man who would have been what twenty years old at that point. The confidence of him is is sky high and I suppose that's coming from you've been at Arsenal you've been at Chelsea you've been at City and Barcelona you're going to be a confident player you're going to have to be a confident player to kind of get into those places in the first place but yeah I'm I'm a bit like you mate I think I'm expecting more like whenever he comes on in first team games it's not been a while now I think the the Brighton games his last appearance there's a lot of running and a lot of dribbling but there's not a great deal of end product and that might be slightly unfair for a man that's 20, 21 years old. But if Bielsa's got his trust in him, and he, he clearly has, he's in that mix for that other winger position with two other players, then yeah, you're going to need to start getting a couple of assists, a couple of goals, maybe something like that. Just it's, it's all very well taking on players and dribbling, but without the assists at the end of it, I, it's missing something. And I'm hoping yeah. that will come with time. I really think it will do as well.
0: No, I totally um, agree. I don't want to be too critical of him, but you know, just going no. in there and saying, "Oh, we need more from him." It's it's not a, it's not a criticism. It's just that he set that expectation for himself with that yeah. performance against Man City. He set the bar so high, mm. and I think, especially in the 23s games, he needs to he needs to show a little bit more with with goals and assists. I mean, he's got three, got three, he got he got one against West Brom. Obviously, he needs to, he needs to start adding more goals, more more assists, and yeah he'll be in the first team, absolutely no doubt about it. We've got a lot of competition in those places. Harrison, Rafinha, Costa, yeah. Somerville coming up as well now and himself. So, yeah, he just needs to needs to show it on a consistent basis. He needs to show it a lot in the 23s. Obviously, he needs to keep working hard in training. Obviously, I don't see them training, but, you know, he needs to show it. Um, yeah. And, yeah, all the ability is there. So, it's just a matter of consistency and, and keeping keeping hard working Maybe he's one of these players that we see go out on loan. I know we're going to discuss this in a, in a couple of weeks. Rob, you might have something to say on that, but yeah, maybe someone that needs to go out on loan. Uh, yeah, I think, I think next
2: year, if, if he stays at us and doesn't go on loan, I think next year is going to be his kind of make or break year. And I know that sounds daft yeah. because he's 21, but I meant in the context of will he start for us because... You've both covered it. The Man City game put him out there in the window as terms of right, could he cement his first place, uh, first team place? He played well in that game, very well in that game. And then the injury, sort of back end of January, um, when he was at the fringe of 23's first team bench, 23's first team bench, week in, week Mm. out. And then that injury and missing all of February has set him back a bit. But we were talking prior to that injury, like you say, of of, was he above Costa? Was he, you know, it was Harrison, Rafinha, and then next would be Pavetta because he can do both sides. Hmm. I think he's he's dropped down that pecking order again now. Uh, And I agree with Matty. I think it's because he doesn't have enough end product on display with the 23s. So therefore you're thinking, right, then you've got to put acosta in front of him for the first 11 because you know he is he is proven at that level and i think that's what it comes down to he's he runs a lot he's inventive he's creative with his with his dribbling but there isn't i don't think an end product and again i don't think that's necessarily that there won't be an end product forever uh, yeah. it's just that at the moment he's not showing that but yeah. i think now you've got somerville who is providing assists and scoring regularly and obviously you know he's two years his junior you think unless Paveda shines in his next opportunity in the first 11, probably might need a year out on loan, potentially. I'm not saying that will happen. Um, if he stays with us, I think that's his key to getting a run in the first team or getting above Costa again in terms of on the bench um, mm. will be to deliver some end product in the 23s games. That's his chance to shine because he's a different level to them. He is a, he is a step up, I think, from most of the 23s opposition we face. Um, but then again, as is some of us as is Joffe that we've mentioned. So I, I like I like Pavetta, I like his trajectory, I like the path that he's on. I think he's got very much a potential to be uh, a first first team starting winger for Leeds, uh, but um, he, he's he's just lacking something at the minute, and I'm not sure what it is.
0: It's that decision yeah. making? I think sometimes it's probably don't help his assists. I think sometimes guilty of holding on to the ball yeah. too long. Hmm. Um, and, you know that that's fine if it comes off every time, but it doesn't, and he needs to, he needs to learn. Obviously, he's got got a long way to go. But like you said, Robon, he's only twenty one, so yeah.
2: No, but he's in that group, yeah, isn't he? he? Needs that he's... loan.
0: I think personally, for me, I think he probably needs a loan. Yeah, he's he's in that group, isn't he? He's
2: with you know Leif Davis, him, uh, and then you're looking at Joffy for example. I think those three definitely are pretty much on the cusp of are you first eleven. Are you getting yeah. in when people are injured and booked, or coming on in the 60th, 70th minute to give us that extra, you know, dynamic? Or are you going to have to go out on loan for a year, uh, and then we'll, we'll have a look at what you like, you know, delivering with regular minutes? Um, but his opportunity, you could argue, to get regular minutes does come when he steps down to the 23s. So, like you say, I think that would be his platform. But we, we can't be too critical. It's the 23rd of March, and he, he missed all of Feb. So potentially, yeah. as we go into as we go into April. And we've got fixtures coming thick and fast against some of the big boys. I would like to see him after we're mathematically safe get some more minutes to see if he can do it on a Premier League stage in end of April, early
1: May. Yeah, agreed. Definitely, definitely. This next, this summer, this next season, it's going to be his. Do it, or it's not going to work out, Leeds, and you're going to have to find somewhere else to go. But I think Bielsa seems to love him. He put yeah. him straight in that squad as soon as he signed the knee last year, as well uh, in the Championship. He was straight into the first team on the bench. None of this wait six weeks and learn the Bielsa way. He was straight in there, so he's obviously impressed with him. And yeah, it's just a case of the end product coming. But he's he's only 21. He's a year younger than Roberts, and <laughs> he's the, this this team is so young. He's but a
2: likable guy as well.
1: Yeah, I like Pavetta,
2: is. I like Pavetta, I did something, just shout out something he did which I thought was really positive, I think I spoke to you guys about it on the WhatsApp, but well, a few weeks back he, when he was injured, he did, he jumped on Instagram Live and was yeah. chatting to young fans uh, from both Colombia and England, he was chatting mm-hmm. in um, his native, or in Spanish or Latin American Spanish and then also in English to different fans and he was kind of going live and having one on one chats and he just came across to me as a really kind of, Likeable guy, bit of a cheeky chappy around the dressing room, bit young, bit of a prankster, but he, he can About him,
0: I see a lot of people say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, he comes, he just comes across like a nice, like a nice young guy that's that's enjoying his time at Leeds. and I hope he can make it work and um, step his game up to that next level.
1: Yeah, we need we need someone like that around the club, especially if Valioski's leaving, like has been reported, he can kind of take that mantle and uh be the guy that winds everyone up, he was always finding those those FIFA videos he did at the start of the season where he's mm. giving everyone their, uh, their ratings and just laughing at them and
0: stuff like that. Yeah, media dream, I think, but... The yeah. I'm sure that he was know, salsa dancing with movie.
2: Tyler Roberts, I'm sure, at one point. He brought a speaker into some locker room or training room. It might have been for the 23s. It might have been for the first 11, I don't know, or or <laughs> even just a training. And he was, he was wheeled in this kind of like portable speaker. I don't know what social media platform I saw <laughs> that on. And he was like Latin, Latin salsa dancing around Tyler Roberts with this giant speaker.
0: <laughs> Give us a demo, Rob. No, I'm all right. <laughs> I've
2: got, got, a, got a bad hit, Matty. got a bad hit.
1: We'll save that for the promotions special. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a dance with our guests as well. Leeds United, Calypso. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to bring it back for the 22 season. Um, so there you go. That is uh, Ian Carlo paveda and his profile. Um, finally, the lads, we're playing Villa. It's in three weeks' time. Uh, it's a long wait for some more under-23s football. I hate international windows
0: what are we going to do I don't know <laughs> what they're, do?
1: they're pointless at this stage of the season as well nobody wants to go and play for the country today at this point they just want to play. are we going to, we to
0: do yeah. have we still got a fix of youth football if England are Greenwood yes. right?
2: Greenwood Gelhart and um, I think their games have up, been cancelled I read oh really their, oh, their, tournament, the their team,
0: tournaments so. have been cancelled so they still they still go with England for a training camp but they won't play any yeah. games for England I think that happened no, in the last international it. break as well. But uh, I think England under-21s will be playing, what they? So mm. a Three Lions youth pod special.
1: Hey, Yeah, maybe. Why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we do have some plans. So, um, Rob, what are we going to do next week?
2: Well, we're thinking about dropping the comments if you want to see specific uh, articles or items or things you want us to talk about. But we're thinking about doing another update on the loan watch. So talking about uh, Robbie Garts and McAlma, Bryce Hazana, some of the lads that are out on loan again. The last time we did that was January. Um, So we'll give you a little update on what's going on with them and and try and get some opinions from some rival fans and things about how they're doing out on their loan uh, clubs. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. And then the week after, potentially um, looking at a bit of a kind of season end, uh, although we've still got to seal the deal yet, but looking at Mm -hmm. maybe uh, shouting out a few players, getting some uh, feedback on what people think, player of the season, goal of the season. Maybe game of the season, um, and Matty using the uh, UFC Academy stuff. We could probably put out a few polls and get some interaction from from anyone that is listening that wants to join in. That that might be quite a fun episode.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. I think yeah. uh, uh, like just mention in the comments. You know what? What do you want to see? We've got a couple of weeks, obviously, till the next game. So yeah, if there's anything you want to see from us. Um, And likewise with me, I I do some written stuff, if you've not seen that, over on LFCacademycentral.com. So if there's anything you want to see me write, anything in particular you want covering while we're not watching the 23s for the next couple of weeks, just let us know in the comments.
1: Yeah, maybe you had a, a previous youth player that you were uh, a big fan of. I was always a big fan of Jamie McMaster, probably before your time, Matty. But maybe we could look I back at some former, <laughs> some former yeah. Leeds youth players. And, and uh, Harpal
2: Singh, do you remember him? Harpal Singh, football yeah, manager hopefully. legend.
1: Yeah, maybe we could have a look at their careers and what, what happened to them. Uh, While well, we've got no actual football to look at. Um, that could be interesting. Um, but yeah. Matty's already shouting out his socials. Do you want to give it one more time, Matty? Where can people find the, the Twitter and the website and stuff?
0: So the Twitter is at LUFC Academy News and the website is LUFCacademyCentral.com.
1: There you go. Rob, where can they find you?
0: At Juicy Rob, J U C E E
2: R O B.
1: And you can find me at Ross Bell 1984. You can find us all as a collective at Peacocks Raw and also follow the Adelites at the Adelites uh, on Twitter. He does a lot of good stuff for us. I say a lot of good stuff, all the good stuff for us. We just come in and talk nonsense and he makes it look great on YouTube for us. Has he put us on furlough? Are we going on
2: furlough for the next two weeks Or What's... Rob, you've a got shudder, the thread, a thread,
0: haven't you? Yes, I've
2: started a thread. Yeah. yeah, I've started a thread of all the previous episodes so if people want to get involved and look at the back catalogue of uh, Peacock's Raw... 23's uh, content we have that as well as some uh, off the cuff interviews with uh, Mario Vieira and also with uh, Joe O'Cart as well so there's back catalog content for you to check out during the break
1: there you go plenty of stuff to be getting your teeth into until the under 23's play again uh, yeah whatever you want to talk about get over to the YouTube channel make sure you're subscribed uh, we're so close to a thousand subscribers now so if you can just give us a little hand with that if you're not already subscribed then make sure you are because as soon as we get to a thousand here comes the money boys <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a little bit of it would be nice. Um, but we don't do it for money. We do it for the love of leads. And we will be back in this time this week with a good old show for you. So until then, it's goodbye for me. It's goodbye from Rob. Goodbye. And goodbye for May. Goodbye,
0: everybody. And we'll see you next week. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. A very special thanks to Barney Stewart, Cook, Ewan, and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon, and Rob, The Light Show, and all our family and friends. So
2: many games to play, don't care what's on your mind.